Welcome to the MX Podcast featuring Dan Roberts, the female fitness, well-being and holistic lifestyle show that helps you get the mind of an athlete and body of your dreams. Hello, today we're going to tackle the topic of motivation and what do you do when you've lost it? Well, first of all, have you lost it or do you just have other priorities? Thing is, in life, sometimes things happen and you may have planned to kind of get fitter this year and tone up and to look after your diet, improve your posture and blah, blah, blah. But you've become a new parent or your best friend has got really sick and you're looking after them in hospital or you set up a new business. There could be all kinds of reasons why fitness has to be lowered as a priority. And it's, you're just not as mindful about looking after your body because something else has taken over. And that's fine. Uh, it's fine to a certain degree. I mean, if you're actively hurting yourself because you're eating like absolute trash all the time and you're not getting any sleep, that won't help anybody. Be you a new parent or looking after elderly parents or setting up a business or whatever life event is happening right now, having a certain level of energy and vibrancy is important because you'll achieve more. But it's fair enough that you're not training every single day and maybe that old fitness goal hasn't become a reality yet. Now, is that you? Or is it that you have your fitness goals and your nutrition goals and lifestyle goals and for some reason you kind of just sabotaging yourself like you say you'll go for a run first thing in the morning and you sound like vaguely motivated about it you're like, yeah, I'm going to do that and then then you just don't or you're going to eat healthy next week and then you're like well maybe I'll do I'll stop my diet next week week after you're just a bit kind of like meh about it if that's you this is kind of the episode for you people who've feeling like they've got important goals but something's sabotaging them internally their mindset's not right they're just not feeling it they're just not feeling like they're they're getting anywhere and their motivation is dropping so what do we do well this this episode very much links to the episode i did on goal setting a couple months ago so i would recommend listening to that one again because everything goes back to your goals like motivated to do what you know, when we talk about motivation, motivation for what? So what is your primary goal in terms of fitness and lifestyle and your body? What is it? Tell me, say it out loud, articulate it. Things are more powerful when you say it out loud. Or if you've got a piece of paper, you want to write it down, you find that works for you, do that. Either way, put it out there in some way. Like literally put it out there. What is your primary goal? What are your secondary goals? For example, a lot of people's primary goal is to tone up, but their secondary goal is like, oh, I want to be a better runner, I want to learn martial arts, improve my posture, get a stronger core, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's important, but it's not as important as their primary goal. You need to know what you're striving towards. What are your primary, what's your primary goal? What are your secondary goals? Now, I had a client, Simon, trained him like 20 years ago now. And it was the first time I did this because I was quite young at the time. I was only in my mid-20s and he needed to lose a lot of weight. And we had a consultation. And as always, I don't presume when I meet people, that'd be very rude. I was like, OK, what's your goal? And he sort of chuckled. I mean, the guy was about nine stone overweight. Um, 
and he was like, I want to lose weight. Now, previously in my kind of late teens, when I started kind of coaching people, I would have been like, great, let's get going. But as I got older, more experienced, I started to realize like, you know what, you have to really understand the goal in more depth. You've got to understand the rationale behind it to really motivate people. So I asked him a very simple question, a very simple question, which changed everything. I asked him why. And he was like, oh, I want to get healthier. I was like, okay, why? And I kept on asking why. And it took about four, four or five whys until I got to the truth. And the truth was he had a heart attack six months earlier. His doctor just signed him off. And he got panicky because his eight-year-old daughter, who was his love of his life, he wanted to see her graduate. He wanted to see her walk down the aisle with her future husband. And he realized if he didn't change his lifestyle, that wasn't going to happen. I mean, wow, talk about motivation. That was a motivation, not to get healthier. It was to see his daughter walk down the aisle in like 10, 20 years time. And knowing that made my job so much easier because it was a piece of cake. So all I had to do was remind him of that every time he, you know, when you're doing a big body transformation, I trained the guy for a year, dramatic, dramatic weight transformation. There are going to be times when you hit plateaus. And sometimes even though we know our motivation, sometimes we need to be reminded of it. And this is the point of this exercise. Ask yourself why a few times. Do it now. Like, you know, what are you, what's your primary goal? Why is that? Uh-huh. Why? Why is that important to you? Why again? Keep on asking why and really sort of think about it. And then you have the, the rationale, the, the, the real motivation behind stuff. And it's usually, it's usually related to our identity, our confidence, our happiness, Sometimes the happiness of our partners, you know, love. It comes down to like kind of deeply personal things. But reminding yourself of that is key when you hit plateaus. And trust me, we all hit plateaus when we're training. No matter how, how much you're training or how great a coach you've got, we all hit plateaus. And to get out of those plateaus quickly and elegantly, you need to remind yourself why. What is the deep reason behind this? All right, so that's my first tip. Secondly, what happens if you don't really have a big goal? You just want to like tone up a little bit. (laughs) Did you hear that? My Alexa decided to start talking. Um, I'm committed to doing this in one take, so um, bear with me. So Alexa, off. Um, What happens if your what happens if your goal isn't that big? You just want to tone up. You just want to lose a little bit of weight. You want to feel a bit more energetic. Well, I've got two things to say about that. One, if it's really, if that, if that's really true, you don't have anything big to strive for, then don't worry about having a clear destination goal. Focus more on process goals. Process goals are, I want to turn up to the gym three times a week. I want to do MX four times a week. I want to cook for my family more than I have takeaways each week. Stuff like that. That will get you want to get to in a a nice, easy way. The second thing I'd like to say about that is maybe you should have big goals. Life's more exciting when you've got something to strive towards. And you could do anything with your body. I mean, maybe you should spend a bit more time dreaming about what you could do with your body, what you could learn. Maybe a new experience like learning how to fight. It's a very empowering experience being in a ring with a crowd watching you and someone's trying to knock you out and and you you hold your own and you, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, but you don't get scared. 
That is incredibly empowering. Maybe you want to learn how to dance. Maybe you want to compete in a competition. Maybe you want to learn how to skip or learn how to do a backflip. Maybe you want to run a marathon. I mean, you can do anything. It just takes a bit of training. So have a think. And if you're thinking, oh, I don't really want to do anything. I don't really want to run a marathon. And it's because you're not really good at running. Uh-uh, that's not a good reason. If you're not good at something or you're afraid of failing, that's a terrible reason. So, you know, be honest with yourself and have a think about things which you think are cool. You know, that's a good place to start. If you really don't know where to start, think, okay, what do I think's cool? Maybe it's someone doing like this amazing like martial arts move. Or like I said, like maybe a backflip or, or a plie in ballet and they look so graceful and beautiful and elegant. And you know, oh God, I wish I could do that. Well, you could. We've only got one life, only got one body. We may as well like see what it can do, right? So aside from, you know, knowing your, your big motivations, having your process goals and destination goals. And by the way, like I said on the, the goal setting podcast, I do think when you're actually creating goals, having a balance of destination and process goals, having both of them is good no matter the size of your goal. But you need other things. You need structure. You need accountability. You need a, a clear mapped out journey with milestones. You need to have routine. You also need mental toughness and discipline. All these things make it easier to succeed. And the best way of staying motivated is getting results. It just is. You know, if you're losing motivation to lose weight, it's probably because you've lost weight. If you're losing a steady pound every week and you've got 10 pounds to lose for your goal, then I doubt you're losing motivation. People lose motivation when they hit plateaus and they feel like they're not, body's not really changing or they're not really getting faster or fitter or stronger or whatever it may be. Getting results will help you stay motivated. So let's talk about those things. Accountability. How do you keep yourself accountable? Well, there's something I started recently with uh, a very simple little questionnaire, which I send out every Friday out to all MX, um, MX customers, all our online customers. Also, all our Nuxu customers. Nuxu is my martial arts online workout. And also all our private clients who work with us in London. So there's, you know, several thousand people I send this to. And it's a questionnaire. And I ask them like some key questions. I'm just going to grab it up here. I'm going to read some of the questions for you. Um, because you can ask yourself the same questions. And they're very straightforward. But the act of them actually answering these and they have to actually send them back to us. I read them all. We don't reply, obviously, because that'll take me like a week to reply to every week's one. But, but I read them all. And I think knowing that someone else is reading it makes it even more powerful. But just writing it down and looking back at it is powerful as well, you know. Or if you read that book, David, uh, David Goggins' book. David Goggins, I'm a huge fan of. Um, he's an ultramarathon runner, ex-Delta Force, ex-Marine. Um, uh, lost a lot of weight, one of the fittest guys in the world. Um, very powerful story. He wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me, which I strongly recommend. And he talks about doing an exercise where basically you, you look at yourself in the mirror every day, and little post-it notes all over, and you're literally holding yourself accountable face-to-face, raw, in the mirror. Um, I mean, I think I'll talk about this another time in more detail, but it's uh, anything you can do to be honest with yourself will help you Stay motivated and reach your goals. And be authentic, you know? You know, be real. Be real, be raw. It's a much better way of living your life. So these questions, what do I ask? Uh, I ask them, how has this week's training gone so far? And there's like a paragraph where they have to answer. I ask them, how about your, how's your sleep going? How about your eating? How about your stress levels? I ask them, what is your main fitness slash body slash wellness goal? I ask them if they're on track. And I give, you know, 
kind of radio button answers where they can like click um, multiple choice answers sorry from yes I'm on track to hmm sort of kinda to no not really but next week will be better to finally no I'm a disaster things are going terribly ask him a very important question which you should ask yourself what one new thing can you do that will make next week better in terms of your health and fitness and well-being what one new thing can you do next week that will make it better I also asked them what the best thing that happened to them this week is. And that's more to remind them to come from a place of gratitude. I do think that whenever you're striving or trying to manifest or reach a goal in some way, the more you come from a place of actually being grateful for what you have is a better state than actually being like, oh my God, I don't have this. My body's terrible. I want, a better, I want to get a better one. No, I think it's more like my body is amazing. You can do this, this and this, but I want to have bigger arms and I want to have bigger arms because of this this and this reason but I still love my body but I'm going to love it even more afterwards and I'm going to show it respect and love by doing this and this I'm going to show how disciplined I am by doing this and this and that's where you motivate yourself never 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 come from a never go to a goal from from hatred or fear it doesn't really work it feels like it's motivating but it doesn't work come from a place of gratitude um Ask a couple other questions, but essentially, you've got to find out, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing it, are you on track, are you not on track, what are you going to do about it? That's it, really. Very, very powerful. Simple way of holding yourself accountable. I send that out every Friday, so if you are a customer, you will know all about this, but yeah, why not do that to yourself? Next, have structure. Put in your diary. If you want to train regularly, put in your diary. If you hired me for a session, right... Uh, and we agreed to do five o'clock five o'clock on Friday afternoon, you'd put it in your diary and you would turn up. Because A, you'd feel, you wouldn't want me to think that you're rude for cancelling. Secondly, you're investing your time into it. And thirdly, investing your money into it. That's three good reasons. So how come when we put, when we say, you know, I'm going to train myself, and you know what, tomorrow morning I'm going to get up at seven and train, and we don't do it. Well, why? Surely the relationship you have with yourself is much more important than the relationship you have with a stranger so put it in your diary. It's important. Hold yourself accountable to that diary, to that point. If a phone rings, well, you can't answer the phone because you have an appointment with yourself. You've got to remember this. An appointment with yourself for looking after your mental health or your fitness is just as important, if not more important, than a meeting you could have with anybody else. Next, have milestones. I like breaking goals down into sort of four or five stages, be it a, like a three-year goal or be it like a, a three-month goal or even a two-day goal. You need to break things down. For example, if you want to, let's say, learn how to do 10 full press-ups, and at the moment you can't even do half a one press-up, then how I'd break it up would be, okay, our first goal is to get the chest down to the pillow. Like, you know, knees off the floor, full proper press-up, uh, chest down to the pillow, I mean, chest down to the pillow. That's goal one, and that might take you a few days. Goal two would be one full push-up, which might take a couple of weeks of practicing every day. Then the next goal would be five full press-ups, and the final goal would be ten full press-ups. That's a nice way of breaking it up. The problem with not breaking it up is it's just too overwhelming. And if you break it up too much, then the milestones become meaningless. So I recommend somewhere between three and five milestones, regardless of how short or long your goal is. Nietzsche said, makes you grow stronger. And it really does. 
if a relationship fails, the first time you have a breakup in life, when you're like 17, whatever, 15, it's heartbreaking. When you go through when you're older, you, it's shitty, but you can kind of deal with it because you know it's painful, but it will get better. Sadly, even things like grief, if you lose someone you, you love, it's horrendous the first time. The second time, it's still horrendous, but you know that you on a selfish personal level will get through it because you got through it the time before. It still makes it painful as hell, but... Life, you know, teaches us lessons. So as we, as we sort of live a life and as we get up to stuff and as things just happen to us from bad luck or just, just life in general, we do get more resilient. However, we can actually up our resilience by striving for adversity. This is where I think fitness comes in. I, I like doing things personally which are really hard, like going for a long run, like running as far as you can, like just as far as you can until you basically injure yourself. I know it's not the most sensible thing to do in terms of uh, exercise science, but for mental mental growth, it's amazing. Because at some point, maybe after the 10K mark, maybe after 20K, 30K, your brain goes, stop, can't do anymore, but you keep on going. You're pushing yourself, you're pushing yourself. Same as being a ring. Being punched in the face isn't a nice feeling, but once you get punched in the face, the second time isn't as bad. Once you've been punched about 50 times in the face, which I have, like in a ring, um, then it's not that big a deal really isn't. You become more resilient. So the more you expose yourself to hard stuff, working really hard, pushing yourself, going out of your comfort zone, the more natural resilience you will have. And my final bit of advice today to really kickstart motivation is is don't be cynical about um, like short-term motivational things, be it like a motivational seminar, be it a motivational video on YouTube, even some generic quote from Socrates on Instagram. These things can spark things. So don't be cynical about that. Um, If all your motivation relies on your Pinterest account, I'd worry a little bit. But these little quick motivational things sometimes give us a shot of a shot of adrenaline, a shot of dopamine, and we do feel motivated. Like I know, like, if I want to like train really hard and like lift really heavy weights, if I put the music on loud, like some rock music, I will train harder. If I listen to kind of Debussy or some other impressionist work, I probably won't train as hard because I find music quite motivating, like loud rock music, a beat quite motivating, like most people do. So use those things. Use whatever you have, you know, but don't rely on the on the quotes or the the seminars or the books. They, they are quite superficial. They tend to work very short term. They'll work for like an hour or a day at best. You know, you need to have strategies to really build motivation. The best strategy, just to recap, is to actually maintain your results. Be clear what you want to go for. Be clear on your goals and make sure you set yourself up for success. Make it easy to succeed in terms of nutrition. Make it easy to succeed in terms of training. Have a plan. Have accountability. Have discipline. All the stuff we talked about. Build a routine. All right very practical episode. I hope that was useful for you. Do let me know. Um, You can always reach me on my website or on Instagram. I mean, I'm everywhere at the moment. But uh, yeah, I do hope you found it useful. Next week, we're going to talk about food. See you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the MX Podcast. All feedback, reviews and social shares are very much appreciated. To find out more about the Methodology X Online Members Club, our award-winning MX Group Fitness Classes, or to join our global family of MX instructors, please visit danrobertsgroup.com.